Roderick weighed all the pros and cons a thousand times in the space of the few hours he sat on his boat looking at the Watergate complex. The final analysis came up the same way. No matter how he looked at it, he didn't want to wait for Monday to see Johanna again. He tried to think of a plausible explanation or excuse for coming over to see her, but only the truth would do. He wanted to get to know her better, not just because she was his employee, but because he wanted to be her friend, and he wanted her to trust him. He questioned Vivian about her, but getting blood from a stone was easier than getting information out of Vivian Alexander Jackson about a client. What he did glean from what little Vivian did say was Johanna would welcome his friendship. He remembered her pained expression after she talked with Geneva Simpson at the gala. He heard enough of the conversation to know Johanna's husband was often unfaithful to her. The man must be out of his mind, Roderick thought. If he were married to a woman like Johanna, nothing this side of heaven would make him want another woman. Nevertheless, he knew how it felt to be disrespected in a marriage. Monique was a master at that game. If this new acting career of hers failed, she could give drama lessons on how to lie convincingly. Johanna, he believed, was a different type of woman and Vivian had confirmed Johanna was a warm, giving individual. He wanted her to know if she needed a shoulder to cry on, he was available, and he wanted to know who the man at the gala was who had upset her. Courage, brother, he thought to himself, as he raised his hand to knock on her door. But before he knocked, the door flew open, and two people stood before him, baring their teeth at one another. Clearly there had been a fight, and it didn't take much thought to see what had happened. Johanna looked distraught and trembling with fear or anger, tears flowing over her face. Her clothes were torn half to shreds, her hair tossed in every direction, and bruises were evident on her shoulders, arms, and chest. The man's torn shirt was stained, and he was wiping blood from his mouth. Deep, red, angry scratches were on his face, neck, and chest, and his slacks were open and unzipped. Get out! Johanna screamed, shaking with emotion, tears streaming down her face. Don't you ever touch me again! Don't play coy with me, Jay. You wanted me as much as I wanted you. You're going to do what I want, when I want, or... Johanna suddenly saw fear in Calvin's eyes. When she turned to follow his gaze, a mountain moved past her and crashed down on Calvin so fast, his eyes only caught a glimpse before it was too late. Roderick had let go of three successive blows to Calvin's face before she blinked. She caught her breath and grabbed Roderick. He unconsciously pushed her away. Roderick, she screamed. Please stop before you kill him. Roderick, she sobbed, more frantically, more tears streaming down her face. Please, Roderick, no! Roderick finally heard Johanna's cries as he straddled Calvin, beating him about the head and face. He looked toward her trembling torso in mid-swing and dropped Calvin like garbage. He went to Johanna and golfed her trembling body in his arms. Calvin, dazed, disheveled, and badly bruised, took that opportunity to flee the wrath of Gibraltar. Johanna couldn't control her sobs. She felt the mighty mountain close in around her, melting into him. Her knees buckled. He lifted her and sat on the sofa with her in his lap, rocking her gently for some time, the adrenaline still coursing through his body. Johanna, Roderick finally said, calming himself more for her sake than for his, and as he held her against his chest. Roderick's voice was low and soothing as he held her. Her lips were at his throat, and voluntarily her arms were around him, holding on as she shuddered, and her breasts heaved against his chest for what seemed like an eternity. Roderick lifted her chin. Look at me, he requested gently. Johanna's shoulders calmed as her tear-filled eyes opened and met Roderick's concerned gaze. He wiped her tears with his thumb and still holding her against his chest. Oddly but still in shock, Johanna heard Phyllis Hyman's Under Your Spell playing in the background as their gazes locked. Damn, Roderick thought to himself, holding her and looking deeply into her watery eyes. He knew it wasn't premeditated, but it was bound to happen. 
His mouth covered hers in the sweetest caress he had ever experienced. Every thought of apprehension vanished. Every bit of self-respect and self-control diminished. All he could feel was a sensation with the strength of an atomic blast as it whirled around them. His heart beat wildly in his chest. His body tensed, fighting his growing erection, which had shot up with rocket force. Heat spread throughout his body. He fought to exercise some sense of control. He had to understand who that man was and what he had done to her. But for the moment, all he could manage to do was to kiss away her pain. Nothing had ever made her body tingle like this. She didn't understand it, couldn't catalog it, couldn't draw it. But she could taste it. She could feel it. And frightening as it was, she could bask in it forever. She had built solid, invisible walls around herself, but in one precious touch of Roderick's mouth on hers, the walls were no longer visible. They were gone. Her pain diminished. 